Welcome to the Success Starts Within podcast, a podcast dedicated to teaching you all the tools and techniques you need to master the mental game and take your performances to the next level. Here's your host, Eli Straw. Hey there, I'm Eli Straw, mental performance coach and the founder of successstartswithin.com. When you're dealing with the fear of failure as an athlete, This happens because you are too focused on the outcome. When you're too focused on the result, so whether it's the result of this play or the result of the whole game or your coach's opinion or what your family's going to think of you, when you're too focused on these things, that's going to drive fear because now you feel like you have to be perfect. Of course, you don't want to have all of these negative consequences happen. Of course, you don't want to have your coach bend you. Of course, you don't want to let your parents down. And so what's the natural reaction? To worry, to fear to be afraid of making a mistake. But what happens when you are afraid of making a mistake? You tiptoe around your performance. It's almost like you're playing with your foot on the brake. You hold yourself back. Because if you can hold yourself back, you might not play your best, but you also might not fail. You might not have all of those negative consequences. But as an athlete, you wanna perform your best. You wanna play up to your highest level of potential. You wanna be able to show all those skills that you've been training for in practice, you wanna show them in a game. And that only happens when you're not experiencing so much fear. So pregame exercise number one is some self-talk. Whenever we're thinking about how to overcome the fear of failure or how to reduce the fear of failure, we really need to focus on boosting your confidence. So a lot of these exercises are going to be geared towards increasing your confidence. One of the best ways we can work on increasing your confidence is by focusing on what you're saying to yourself. Not even just what you're saying out loud to yourself, but what you're thinking. What kind of thoughts are going on in your mind before a game? What are you focused on before a game? Are you thinking about how much you don't want to make a mistake? Well, if you're thinking about how much you don't want to make a mistake, that's probably increasing your fear of failure. Instead, you want to think, what should I be saying to myself before a game? And what should I be saying to myself as the game starts to boost confidence? Maybe it's simple things like, I know I'm a great player. I've got this. Today's going to be a great day. But simply focusing on what you're saying to yourself that can increase your confidence. And by increasing your confidence, that's going to reduce your fear of failure. The second pregame exercise you can use is visualization. Now, visualization can be used to increase your confidence, but it can also be used to relax. And so we're going to talk about both of those. Visualization to improve your confidence involves seeing yourself succeed. Because when you're a confident athlete, where does that confidence come from? It comes from seeing yourself succeed. If you have 10 really good games in a row going into that 11th game, you're probably going to be feeling very confident. However, if you have 11 really bad games in a row, you're probably going to be doubting yourself a lot. So we see that confidence really comes from experience. But if you're feeling fear of failure going into a game, you're probably not focused on your past successes. You're focused on the possibility of failing. So it all has to do with what you're seeing in your mind, right? What are you thinking about? If you're thinking about making a mistake, you're seeing yourself as a failure. And by seeing yourself as a failure, you're reducing your confidence. But if you see yourself perform well, that's gonna be seeing yourself as a success and that's gonna boost your confidence. Now, there are a couple different ways that we can use visualization going into a game. If you have some time before the game starts to perform a formal visualization, and by that I mean really sitting down in a quiet place, closing your eyes and really visualizing and going into detail, then what I recommend you do is visualize your whole performance. A lot of times this can happen before you get to the field, whether you're in your house, your dorm room, or maybe you're on the bus. But really just go into detail and visualize yourself performing your skills and think, what am I the most afraid of making a mistake at? And then what you can do is you can visualize that skill. Visualize yourself performing well the skill that you're afraid to fail at. 
Another way that you can use this visualization to boost your confidence is right before the game begins. Let's say that you're a basketball player. You're sitting on the bench right before the game starts, or maybe you're not a starter, so you're sitting on the bench before you get out there and play. One of the things that you can do to really boost your confidence in that moment is to remember some past successes. This is still going to be a visualization because you're remembering and you're seeing things in your mind, but it helps because you're also reminding yourself that yes, in real life, I did this, I did this, I had this really good game. But when you think about them, you're also seeing them and that's going to increase your confidence as you start the game. The other way that you can use visualization to help with the fear of failure is a visualization for relaxation. And this happens by visualizing yourself in a relaxing scene, in a relaxing environment. Because when you're experiencing the fear of failure as an athlete, a lot of times what's also happening is you're experiencing some anxiety. Because if you don't want something to happen, if you are afraid to fail, it's very easy to then begin to worry about that. So the more you worry about it, the more anxious you get. With this visualization for relaxation, just think, what's a really relaxing place that if I pictured that, it's going to help calm myself down. And then before the game begins, just imagine that, and that's going to help get yourself into a calming state. Exercise number three is some mindfulness. Mindfulness is not going to be as focused on developing confidence as much as it's going to be focused on controlling your focus. I said that fear of failure is driven by outcome-oriented thinking. That outcome-oriented thinking or focusing too much on the result or the outcome, that then reduces your confidence because you're focused on failing. But it also has to do with your attention. So you need to be able to control your attention going into the game. Also, you need to be able to calm yourself down, like I just said, in terms of getting anxious because you're afraid. Mindfulness can help you with both of those. What mindfulness is, it's the act of bringing your attention into the present moment. There are different ways that we train mindfulness through the use of mindfulness meditation and maybe a mindful walk. But right before the game begins, the way that you can really use mindfulness as an athlete is bringing your attention onto your breath. So let's imagine that you're getting ready for the starting lineup to be called or the national anthem to be played, for example. What you can do in that moment is bring your attention onto your breath. And by bringing your attention onto your breath, what I mean is kind of feeling like you're watching yourself breathing in and out and really take nice and deep breaths. By bringing your attention onto your breath, you're getting into a more mindful state. So number one, that's going to help relax yourself. But number two, it's controlling your attention. Likely in that moment, right before the game begins, when you deal with the fear of failure, you're probably thinking about all the ways that you don't want to mess up. By being a little bit more mindful, you're taking control of your attention. You're taking it off of those outcomes and you're bringing it on to the present moment. The last pregame exercise you can do to reduce the fear of failure is goal setting. Specifically with goal setting, what we're talking about are performance objectives. So these very small, specific targets that you can focus on or cues you can focus on to help you really go into the game knowing that I'm going to center my attention on the process because performance objectives are also known as process goals. When you're dealing too much in terms of outcomes, 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 what's the result going to be? I don't want to mess up. That's going to increase your fear of failure. What we want to do is bring your attention on to the process, onto what you're doing right now. By setting performance objectives or process goals, you give yourself very clear targets that you want to focus on. An example is a tennis player who says, I want to focus on seeing the ball hit my racket. Now, I know that's not going to be something that happens all the time. The game moves so fast, right? So sometimes you do hit and you're not fully just completely focused on the ball hitting the racket. But it's the intent. So what happens as the game begins is that she's really focusing on watching the ball hit a racket. And if that's what's on her mind, number one, she's going to be re reacting a little bit quicker because she's really focused in the present moment. 
but also her mind doesn't have the opportunity to slip into the future. Thinking about, I don't want to lose this point. Thinking about, I don't want to lose this game and I don't want to lose this match. Performance objectives are all about centering your attention on to the process. And the cool thing about them is, number one, they do bring your attention off of the outcome, but what they also do is they, they help you perform. So for the example with the tennis player, if she's really focused on watching the ball hit a racket, that's going to increase her accuracy. That's going to increase her potential of hitting the ball because she's giving more attention to the ball hitting the racket. Same thing if you're a baseball player and you say when you're a hitter, I want to focus on picking the ball up out of the pitcher's hand earlier. You're increasing your attention onto where the ball is, so that's going to increase the chances of you getting a hit or of you picking up the pitch well, right? So performance objectives, they help you perform, but they also center your attention and keep it off of the outcomes. So those are the four pregame exercises that you can use to reduce fear of failure. I encourage you to choose maybe one or two of them, put them into practice, and see how they work for you. If you want to hear more mental game tips, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the Success Starts Within YouTube channel, follow Eli on Instagram, the handle is at Eli Straw, and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at successstartswithin.com.